Thank you for listening to the episode 12 podcast of Take It With You. As a warning, there might be some adult language in this episode, so you should probably listen with a friend. Welcome to Take It With You, live radio theater from Duluth, Minnesota. I'm Blake Thomas, your host, bartender, chief troubadour, and general roustabout. Enjoy the show. Announcer says... We start this adventure inside Blake's Tavern. Hey, watch it. Zach, where did you find these guys again? Uh, they come highly, very, very highly recommended. But by who? By whom? What? The proper pronoun usage, Blake, in this case Just is... stop it, Zach. They're Rick's cousins or something. Just relax. They know what they're doing. Oh, crap. Hey, Eddie, throw me that broom. Ah, damn it, Eddie. You knocked over my beer. You were saying, Zach. Ah, look, we're reopening the place. A grand reopening. We gotta make it look good. 
Better than Cherry's place across the street? Yeah, don't remind me. There's a million things to do. I need to set up a finance meeting. With blah, fin blah, 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 blah. Not today. Why not today? Because today we're going on a little vacation. You, sir, deserve some time off. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, crap, Eddie. What's that first aid kit? I need to stay here and keep an eye on these guys. Oh, hey, look, my toenail fell off. All right, all right, well, maybe a day off wouldn't hurt. Where are we headed? You'll see. Announcer says... Zach leads Blake into the car, and they travel a short distance up the Woodland Avenue, and they reach the Hartley Nature Center. We're here! What, what is all this? Go, go, go! They're here! Camera's rolling, people! Zach, come on, what? Hey, what is it? I'm Jim Jimmy, creator, producer, host of Bar Fights, the reality television show where owners of competing bars duke it out in the woods. <laughs> Kinda like Survivor, but not at all. Let's begin. Well, I'll be darned. the daddy long legs dragged in. What's going on here, Cherry? My competition. <laughs> hey, is that the Blake you're always talking about? Hey, Blake, you look like a cross between a camp counselor and a butt crack. <laughs> Be quiet, Bobby. I told you to stay in the car. Okay, Zach, what's going on? Oh, man, this is good stuff. Keep those cameras rolling, people. <laughs> and you're Zach. Uh, yeah, that's right, Bobby, but I like to call him Chaz. It's his name spelled backwards, but just a little different. I see you finally got yourself a friend, mm. Damien. Zach, yeah. looks, Zach looks like a sweater that I threw up on my uncle's couch. <laughs> yeah. Bobby! Car! Now! Oh, come on, Mama, no! Mama? Yeah, that's right. He's mine. I get him every other weekend, and I'm not gonna lie. I mean, he may have come out of my vagina, but he is weird. 100% weird kid over there. Blake, how does this make you feel? The corporate owner of the bar across the street has a weird child. Uh, just get the camera out of my face. I'm not doing this, Zach. I'm what? camping with Cherry. Are you insane? Blake, if we win this... We'll be known all over America as being a better bar than Cherry's Bar. Are you seven? I don't care. <laughs> Too late. Hey, guys! Whoa! Hey, Mary, you're here too? Yeah, 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 um, I'm on your team, you goof. I thought it would be fun. You're on my team? Are, are we sharing a tent? Okay, don't push it, Blake. All right, but you're here. Yes, of course, let's win this! Okay, Zach, I still hate you. No, you don't. I just got you to spend a month in the woods with Mary. Yeah, all right, yeah, I love you, but wait, what, a month? Okay, first challenge. When you hear that sound, it means time to bar fight. Woo! First fight is a song challenge. Whoever can play me a song now, right now, wins. Aha! Wait, here, catch me! What? No, don't. Oh. Okay, um. As long as old men sit and talk about the weather. As long as old women sit and talk about men, baby. Come on, come on. Dance! 
Damien, play something on your spoons. Yes. Oh, hot. Woo. Blake, Blake. Yes. Start playing. Blake. I don't know what to, I don't know what to sing. Come on. Yeah, Damien. Wait. Come on, Blake. Okay, Blake. Wait, I got it. Um, how about how about back home, huh? Okay, remember. Great job, contestants, and the winner is Jerry's team. Yes! What? Who can say no to some spooning, am I right? Yeah. All right, folks, it's time to head into the woods to meet your destiny. Everyone, pack it up. Now don't okay. worry, buddy. Uh, Mommy, I'm a Do you think I need my curly knife? Yeah, does anyone have any emodium? I got the green pies. Don't worry. What about these condoms? Do I need these condoms? Before we go, I'm just gonna I'm gonna check my messages real quick. First message. Hey Blake, it's me. Mayor Don Ness. <laughs> Sorry, I had I have no idea why I just said my name that way. Anyway, I'm just calling to let you know that I'm in DC doing boring political stuff, so unfortunately I can't go see Magic Mike with you tonight. But I'll take a rain check. Wait, hang on. What? 
Yes, Mr. President, I do realize that you're the most powerful leader in the world, but you're just going to have to be patient. This is a very important call. Uh, sorry about that, Blake. Uh, I got to run. Hey, I got big news to share with you when I get back. All right, see ya. Next message. Hey, Blakey. Yeah, I went uh, with the mayor over to D.C., you know, to uh, do like this speech stuff and be like a personal assistant. But I got on the wrong plane, so I think I'm like in Budapest or something. I don't know. Nobody speaks English, so I'll figure it out. Catch you later. Take me a beer. Next message. Hey, it's Ryan Nelson. Yeah, sorry I can't be at the radio show. Uh, I got kidnapped by the theater in Bemidji, and they're making me do a show before they let me go. Uh, so, I'll see you next month. Bye. Hey, Zach, do you know a Ryan Nelson? He's mm. talking about a radio show or something? No, no. Never heard of him. Announcer says, The group heads into the woods with worry in their hearts. For who knows what's lurking around inside the Hartley Nature Center. All right, Mary. Come on over here. It's time for your first confessional. Okay. Uh, it's day six in the woods. This is my first confessional. I think these are pretty stupid, so I haven't done one yet. Toby, Toby, uh, let's make a note to cut that later. Yeah, sure. Um, oh god, okay, so it's day six, I said that. So far, Cherry's team is in the lead. How are you feeling about that? Uh, not great, I don't know. Does your love for Blake affect your feelings about Cherry's team? My love for Blake? Oh, wait, I just said that on the air. Can, okay, so my love, can you edit that out? The love for Blake, crap, I said it again. Okay, wait, no, I'm in love with Blake. Oh my god, no, I'm not, I have a boyfriend, I'm sorry. That's gold, make a note, Toby. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm done with confessionals. Mary, Mary. Announcer says... It's the next day and the group is gearing up for yet another challenge. Let's go there. You know what that means. Oh, Time yeah. for another challenge. There are two tall pine trees, one per team and each with a flag at the top. Whoever can capture the flag first wins. <laughs> Climbers on your marks. Oh, I got this. I can scale fit your smokestack in 2.3 minutes. This is cake. Try to keep up, Damien. Yeah, okay, all right, Dad. Oh, it's on. <laughs> hey, Mama, let me do it. No way, kid. Fine. You do it, Bobby. Just don't get pine needles in your eyes. It will sting. Okay. <laughs> what? Look at this little asshole. He can't climb no tree. Hey, that's my shitty son you're talking about, Damien. How dare you? Go for it, honey. Make Mama proud. Contestants ready. At the sound of my whistle, go! Come on! Go, Sarah! Bring it home! The bacon! I got this! I got sap in the mouth! Sap in the mouth! Ah! Stick through the hand! Little blood flowing! No biggie, no biggie! Announcer says, Let's check on Bobby! Ow! Where is Bobby? Ow! This tree is really hurty! Bobby? Bobby, listen to me! You haven't yet left the ground! I got sap on my hands. Damn it, kid. Get up there! Don't you yell at that beautiful little piece of shit! <laughs> Don't you dare, Damien. Announcer says... Back to Zachary. Looks like he's almost to the top. Bleeding a little, but making really good time. Oh, you yeah, got this, Zach! Come on! Oh, yeah, baby. Almost there! Piece of cake! Dum, dum, dee, dum, dum. Into the woods, into the woods! <laughs> 
What the? Mother of Jesus, what the f- End of the woods! <laughs> Is someone there? I'll see you soon. <sighs> no distractions, must go. Top of tree. See the flag, see the I got it, almost, I got it, yeah! Announcer says... Zack heroically captures the flag and heads down the tree. Bobby is still on the ground, enjoying a candy bar. <laughs> yeah. I got it! Woohoo! Yeah! 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 No! Yeah, go blow a goat. <laughs> yeah, go blow on a goat. Toby, make sure you're getting this. Got it, boss. Guys, this probably sounds really crazy, but I heard something up there. In a tree. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, a uh, boy or a little man. He was singing a song. It was so <laughs> pleasant. Uh, did you eat too much sap on your way up there because there's... I'm serious! No... Ladies and gentlemen, what Zach heard was Lil Hartley, a woodland nymph, mythical to some, real too many, often heard but never seen. What? Oh, he's real all right. Shut up, Damien! I mean it! You guys have never heard about Lil Hartley, the Hartley Wood Nymph? He's the tiny gentleman of the forest who protects and serves the trees? Uh, is this part of the reality show? There's a one billion dollar prize to the person who finds Lil Hartley! What? One billion dollars! I need that one money if I can One billion! Oh, one billion? You heard it! Time for another bar fight music challenge! Yes! Go! One. Throw me that guitar. You got it, buddy. God oh, damn it. If you cry underwater, does anybody know that you're crying? If you blink in a tunnel, does anybody know that you're blinking? And when you see a rainbow do you ever think that it's frowning and if you do doesn't make you stop and smile it's a strange old world an underwater tunnel frowning rainbow kind of world and the strangest thing is the love that you bring to this strange old fool a string of words A couplet of pearls That tells a lovely story Retold on a porch swing As the day is fading And the oysters calmly waiting On an underwater porch swing too So open me up Put me in a velvet box with no bow And present me to the one that you love so And on And on It goes Announcer says... Blake Steen is now in the lead. Let's jump ahead a few days, shall we? Yes, let's. 
All right, Cherry, time for your confessional. All right. Well, it's day 14, and I really want a freaking eyebrow wax and a pillow. Also, uh, I caught my son Bobby watching me sleep. Something ain't right with that kid. Can you send Blake over here? Sure thing. Hey, Red Bush, get over here. Yeah, what is it? Confession time. So, Blake, you and Mary used to date, but now she's dating Colin, uh-huh. who produces a very popular web series called Brewing Through It. Yes, yes, I'm aware. Entertainment Weekly has called his 60-second sitcom idea, quote, a game changer and possibly the smartest thing to happen to television since television became impossibly hard to define and understand. Yes, oh my God, what? I know what Brewing Through It is, yeah. Great! Have you seen the latest episode? Take a look on my Samsung BT Dubs F5 Vaporteur. Here's a story of three best friends Living together, facing life's challenges and learning You can check out the corresponding episode 12 Brewing Through It video at takeitwithyou.org Now, back to our story. Announcer says... We skip ahead some more days to another challenge. <laughs> Tempers are on the rise. <laughs> yeah, I got some fire. Fire! Bobby! <laughs> No, we do not start dry leaves on fire in a forest. Oh, I got it. How about this? <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Bobby. We do not light our own hair on fire. Time out. Do you hear me? Time out for you. All right, contestants. Who's ready for another challenge? Blake's team won the bear wrestling competition and the breath holding competition. But this one is a little different. Everyone, check your gear. What's missing? Oh my god, oh no. I'm not noticing any. Oh no. What? What what is it? That's right, folks. This challenge is a doozy. You are officially out of water. And it's hot out here. What do you do? Do you people, you, this is too far. I would start thinking of a strategy, Mary, because you are about to lose. Yeah, you are. I got this one. Smart, Damien. Yep. Look at him go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner, Damien Lordhouse, for the kill. We are officially tied. What an amazing race this is. Hey, uh, boss, I don't think we should use the phrase amazing race since this is bar fights. Do you want to redo that? I will kill you, Toby. Into the woods we go, and we have to marry now and That's it. That's the little man I heard before. Into the woods. The hardly woods. Oh, get him. One billion. It's so soothing. Into the woods. Can you see? Can you see him? Look to the trees. Bobby, put the BB gun down. How am I supposed to shoot his eyes out? You don't kill a woodland nymph, you little tree humper. Everyone knows that. Give me that gun. Hey, no one takes away my dumb kid's gun. I have made some poor, poor life choices that have led me to this very moment. Sing me a song. Perhaps I'll come along and show you my face before I'm gone. So, should we sing him a 
song then? Yeah. Hey guys! Yeah. Yeah. I got a song, I got a song. Wish I had a kitchen with a big wooden table and a bay window looking out over the back 40 acres. I wish I had a back 40 acres full of flowers and cucumbers and a path through the woods down the hill to the river.
You guys. So is any is anyone else worried about the fact that we have no water? Uh, my team has water. Your team has urine. <laughs> Confessional time. That's right, Damien. You're up. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, all I care about now is uh, that money. Uh, if if I find the woodland nymph and I get. The one billion. I, I think I'm gonna buy the William A. Irvin, turn it into a cruise ship, and party. <laughs> then maybe if it works out, I'll buy two harbors, and then I'll put some more stuff there, and then I'll call it Five Harbors. Uh, Toby, got it, boss. All right, Bobby, confessional time. How's the competition going for you? Well, I'm not sure, but I think I wiped my butt with poison ivy last night. Announcer says... Bobby shows Jim Jimmy his butt. <laughs> Let's see what Mary is up to. Water. Water, where can I find water? Mary? Katie? Oh my god, it's so <laughs> good to see you. Hi. What are you doing here? Oh, well... At night, I volunteer taking chipmunks here at the Hartley Nature Center. Oh, cool. That yeah. Sounds, do you have any water? You know what water reminds me of? What? Book club. Book club. Yeah. Yes, totally. Oh, I can't wait for book club. Well, I mean, I literally can't wait. So let's do it now. Okay. I mean, in infinite... Yes! Oh! Wow, that book, it really took me by surprise. Oh, me too. I was so surprised by all the jesting. Oh, so many! It was like infinite. It was so, it was like to here and beyond, I was like getting so tired of this jesting at first. I know. But then, you know, movies in space. Books in space. What happened? Well, I heard they're making the movie. I know, that's why I said that. Yeah, so, but I know. So it was set, what did you think, though? So they had, like, the headmaster, Jester alien. Oh, I know. Yeah, and his name was Jester. (laughs) I felt like the author could have gotten a little more creative. Infinite Jest, his name is Jester. Yeah, I know. I was like, come on, man. You just named the title right after your character. Oh, wait, okay, the murder. Oh, my gosh, I did not see that coming when Cleo got Dabbed? Oh my God, Cleo! I was like, why are you killing off the the I know I want protagonist. I wanted her. <laughs> I thought Cleo and Franklin Frank. were gonna get on a horse and ride to Mars. to Mars and then live there because you know. And I thought that book was way ahead of its time for oh, being yeah. a classic novel written in like fifteen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I'm just so glad that it's finally getting the Hollywood treatment. Yeah, me too. Because Meryl Streep is going to play... Meryl Streep and Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> He's an odd choice. Oh, my God, but the ending. Did you oh see no. that coming? I was like turning the pages. I was like, what is happening? Oh, and my God, she Chester. Touched, when she touched his face and said, you're a clown. <laughs> and then he was like... I'm an alien! I'm a jester! I'm a jester alien for infinity! But then... (laughs) But it taught me something, too. What did it teach you? Because it taught me something, too. Tell me what... No, you go first. You go first. You go first. What it taught me was... (laughs) to share with people you hate. (laughs) Yes. Um, I got that a little bit. It also taught me uh, that life... Just live it, live it. <laughs> well, that was that was the last line of the novel. That was the last line. He's life. Like dying, and he says, like, life, "Life, live it." <laughs> Infinite Jest is a 1996 novel by David Foster Wallace. The lengthy and complex work takes place in a North American dystopia, centering on a junior tennis academy and a nearby substance abuse recovery center. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well. Fo- <laughs> I um I gotta go. I gotta keep taking those chippies. <laughs> cool. Okay, okay, bye Katie. Bye. Bye. Uh, I'm really starting to not like this sound. For your next bar fight challenge, each of your tents has a very special treat inside. Can you stand the sting? The challenge is to enter the tent, zip it up, and whoever can stay in the longest wins. Uh, where's Bobby? He'll do it. There's a catch. Wasn't filling our tents with mosquitoes the catch? You must sit in the tents naked. Okay, seriously, where the F is my kid? He will do this. What? What the? Oh my Well, there goes the equipment. No, the cameras! I'm gonna spank you, Bobby! Hey, you all best leave my dumbass kid alone! Well, I'm out of here. You all can just go and suck it. Toby! Toby, come back! You owe me! If you don't come back, right now, it's back to filming the Yule Log on public access! Yeah, fire! I'll set it on fire! Damn it, Bobby Jr. <laughs> I blowed it up, Mama. I blowed it wait, all no, up. Toby, he took all of our stuff. We are officially lost in the woods now. Wait, wait. Maybe this is all part of the show. Jim? No, we're screwed. God. I, I, I can make us more water, you know. Oh, shut it, Damien. We're not drinking your brown pee. <laughs> Into the woods, Maybe he can help us. Uh, excuse me, little Hartley? The woods are just woods. The trees are just trees. I kind of hey, hey. hey, little guy. Little guy, can you help us out? <laughs> Buddy, can you help us out? Save the woods! Okay, since Wait, everything can... is all blown up, do we, do we still get a billion dollars if we catch this a-hole? Nah. What? If you sing me a song, I might come along. Not before too Oh my long. God, shut up, Hartley! Hi. I'll just climb a tree and die. 
God, what is that? Oh, Mama, Mama, oh. come here. Looks like the Mommy. night creatures are out. No, it's probably just a squirrel, yeah, right? A chippy, right? Yeah, that's a pretty big chippy. And it's coming towards us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy Hey, guys. Mommy! Mama! Wait, Tom? I'm just making my nightly rounds. Were you guys arguing? Come on, guys. The forest is a place for peace and kindness. It sure is, Tom. Um, why don't we just start out by having you explain uh, a little bit about what the Hartley Nature Center is today. It's uh, kind of like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> really? No, it is a day-use nature center in glorious Hartley Park, which is a 660-acre city park, basically a square mile. And Hartley Nature Center is a nonprofit entity that operates out of Hartley Park. And our mission is to inspire lifelong connections with nature through education, play, and exploration. Fantastic. Would you like to know how we do that? I would love to know how you do that. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Yes. Uh, primarily school field trips, so September to May, we see about 10,000 school kids coming to tromp around in Hartley, learn about beavers, pond ecology, uh, we also have a nature-based preschool, which opened last September. Wonderful program. It's totally actually worth having a child just so they can come <laughs> to the preschool. That is an amazing endorsement right? of the Hartley Nature Center. That's what my wife keeps telling me. We also do summer camp. So right now we're in the middle of our summer camp season. So this year we've got 840 summer campers coming through Hartley. Wow. Remember when we were kids, Blake? I do. When we grew up in the same household and our mom just shoot us out the door to yes. run free. We have not seen each other in a very long right. time. <laughs> free yes. range childhood, that's yes. what we experienced. I think childhood today is a little bit different. So one of our aims is to make sure that kids are still having those fundamental experiences. Building forts, floating sticks downstream, making connections with nature. And you have a yurt. We do have a yurt, yeah. Um, can you explain what a modern yurt looks like? Right, uh, yurts were originally Mongolian and they were meant to be nomadic. You know, they'd pack them down and move them. Uh, we built a 30-foot diameter yurt, and when I say we, I don't mean me. Uh, <laughs> Scott Graydon, actually, from the Scenic Cafe, took a yurt-building class <laughs> and decided he was not busy enough running his world-class restaurant, and he wanted to get into the business of yurt building. So he built us a 30-foot diameter yurt, which serves as a classroom space for field trips and summer camps, and weddings and such. <laughs> um, but you, uh, you're an English major, correct? I thought we agreed not to talk about this. <laughs> so, so how did you end up with, with this job? 
uh, the board asks themselves that question all the time. <laughs> I don't know, you know, my career has always been in outdoor education. I'm really passionate about getting kids outside. I actually am spoiled in that I live in my great aunt's farmhouse and we share a property line with Hartley. So my commute is a mile and a half walk through the woods. Uh, so nice. I just have a programming background and a passion to get kids outside and that's, it fits perfectly, perfectly with what Hartley does. So what like on a day today, like what is your job? entail. You show up at work after your awesome commute through the Hartley Nature Center and right. then you play all day long, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's a lot of spreadsheets, <laughs> worrying about money, uh, asking for donations. Uh, you know, Hartley's programs, we're a nonprofit, we're not subsidized by the city of Duluth. Your taxpayer dollars are not going to support Hartley. So we're always doing fundraising events and membership events and uh, developing new and innovative programs. And you know, one of the things that we're trying to do uh, in, the, in the future, you know, the, the organization was really founded by a group of people who were passionate about the park and wanting to preserve the park, and also passionate about environmental education. And so I feel like we've really delivered our mission in the environmental education front, but we haven't so far engaged as much as we'd like to in taking care of this park, this one mile stretch of land. And so, we're trying to make some concerted efforts to do so because the park uh, 100 years ago was a farm. So it's a landscape that's been, that's been heavily impacted over the years. Yeah, what are, let's, let's, dive into, let's dive into that a little bit because we've got some pictures. Um, the, so the, the Hartley Park was, was, uh, was what 100 years ago? Right, yeah, it was, uh, it was a farm. They grew head lettuce, Hartley head lettuce. And so uh, actually 100 years ago now was really the heyday of the farm. And so they had cleared all the trees. They had pastured cows on the hillsides. Uh, the meadow area that you go through now that you can see from the top of Rock Knob was the former lettuce fields. Um, and wasn't there, a, it was in the 1940s, there was a, a lot of Boy Scout troops that would come in and, and plant trees that are now like things that we see today? Right, yeah, Scout troops came in. So if you go sort of on the flank of Rock Knob, there's a pine stand and you can really see it's, it's sort of clearly unnatural. This, the trees are all in very straight rows. Uh, I actually took a scout leader out there not too long ago. Uh, he's 90 years old and he said the trees were about two feet tall when they planted them. <laughs> One kid dug a hole, another kid stuffed the tree in there, and another kid tamped it down, and they just went right down the line. So, uh, we, oh, we also, have a, we also have a video of a, of, of a wolf. Are you serious? <laughs> That's terrifying. Ooh. So where was, where was this captured? We, we didn't capture the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's still out there roaming the park. Uh, we have a trail camera uh, below what is called the Root Canal Trail, so between the Root Canal and the meadow. Uh, we're not spying on you when you step off the trail to use the bathroom or pee in the woods. But we do have a camera and we caught a wolf, so uh, we've also caught a porcupine on there, a coyote actually jogging by with a fawn in its mouth. I know, we, I know, we didn't, but... We didn't pick that one to show today. Uh, <laughs> Nature can be cruel, people. So, uh, not, not to put you on the spot here, and you can, you can decline, but uh, I would be so very grateful if you would tell us the story of the time that you were hiking alone in, in the woods at night. 
Uh, okay, so I have, uh, we have five acres, and I have a little uh, Thorovian Unabomber shack uh, in the woods, <laughs> depending on the mindset on a given day. And I like to uh, put my children to bed and go out and light a fire and then go for hikes. And I was out hiking last winter, you know, and the, all the leaves are down, so you have these expansive views. Hartley has some great vistas. Uh, and I could see the headlights from a bunch of fat tire bikes coming through the meadow. And I thought to myself, oh, they're coming my way, you know. Ha have you ever seen those fat tire bikes out mm -hmm. in the woods? <laughs> Their lights are like brighter than what they use to sweep the prison yard, you know. <laughs> and so I thought to myself, I don't want to get caught in the lights. I'm just going to like step 15 feet off the trail and kind of be stealthy, let them go on by, and then continue my hike. And so I found a big stately white pine about 15 feet off the trail and I stood there and the bikers came by and they stopped <laughs> right there and I had a big Blake-esque beard at the time and a bunch of the bikers know me as the director of Hartley and so I was like how do you play this what do you do do you step out behind the tree and announce your presence like sorry guys I'm not trying to alarm you or do you double down on hiding and just hope that you pass. Well, I doubled down on hiding. Like furtively scared. And, and as the minutes ticked by, you know, like one guy stepped over and was peeing, they were talking, one guy's bike was sort of freezing up. And the tension was building and building in my own mind. And I thought, now it's especially creepy. <laughs> if, they, if they find me and I step out and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I saw the director out furtively stalking in the woods at night. <laughs> so I'm not proud of this, um, but the tension became unbearable for me. And I realized, you know, I don't care if they see a figure in the woods, I just don't want it to be identifiable as myself. And so in a panic, I just took off running. <laughs> and I sort of shielded my eyes and hoping that branches wouldn't poke me and I ran all the way back to my little Thorovian Unabomber shack and shut the door and... And I'm not proud. I'm not proud. So I apologize to whoever had that creepy experience of the bearded guy running away from them. That's pretty and good. And I'm glad I could share it tonight. Um, so, Tom, yes. over here, I have a question. It's the apocalypse, <clears throat> and uh, there are zombies, yeah. and uh, you need to have a skill so we keep you alive, so you want to join our group. So um, what do you got? What's your skill that we should fight for you in the apocalypse? Wait, so that I help keep you guys alive? Or so that I <laughs> No, so that you, we let you in our group, and so that we don't, you know, so that we would kill zombies on your behalf. So that we come across you running away from fat tire bikes, and right. uh, and you're like, take me in your group, and we're like, what do you got? I don't know if you heard, but I was an English major. <laughs> Okay. 
All right, I gotta keep making the rounds on my nightly hike, so uh, thanks, guys. And, you know, try to be a little nicer to little Hartley. He's like the Lorax. He speaks for the trees. <laughs> Pretty rude to Lil Hartley. Let's go find him and apologize. Okay, everyone, to Lil Hartley! To Hartley! Announcer says they all skip along through the woods trying to find Lil Hartley, and soon they come upon a clearing in the wood. Whoa. Moonlight sure do look pretty. Oh, wait, what is that over there? What is that? Is, is, is that an opossum? Well, maybe it's Tommy O'Rourke again. What's that thing on his head? Well, hey, guys, it's me, the Donald Trump. What? what? Come again? Truth. Did I eat a bad berry or something? I'm just out here checking up on my most precious investment. The natural beauty of America. You're fired. No, all of the former winners of the Miss USA contest live right here in a compound, and I milk them. Whoa! What the hell? You're fired. I don't know if you know this, but I'm really rich. And I've got John McCain chained up in my basement. I mean, it's like that guy just wants to get captured. Also, I'm running for president. What? what? Into the woods, tra-la-la-la. Oh, he's back! Come here, little guy. That little bugger is upsetting the ladies. What? Upsetting the ladies? And you do not want to upset the ladies. What is that sound? Oh, you've really done it now. You're fired. You're all fired. Oh, my God. It's a stampede of ladies. Run for your lives! <laughs> well, Are we running away from 50 beautiful women? This way, I think we can lose them through here. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You guys, stop, 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 stop! stop. Oh no, there's a cliff! Whoa! God, I am running so fast! That was close. Whoa! Blake! Let's stop, go. Me stop, there's a cliff! Safe. Dear <sighs> Lord, thank you. I will never make fun of your beard again. Yeah, thank you. I think it gives you strength, son. You guys, whoa! Are we all okay? Is everyone okay? We're alive. Yeah. <laughs> We're all alive. I quit reality television. Oh no, where's Bobby? He's making a fire. Oh shit. <laughs> Should we all duck and cover? No, Mama. Look, it's a real fire. Bobby! Bobby! 
That's my boy. I'm oh. proud of you. Look at that real crackling fire. It's so pleasant. Let's close out this adventure in the woods by the right way, by singing around a fire. Yeah! Was in the summer, one early fall, just trying to find my little all in all. Now she's gone, I don't worry. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Take It With You, starring Bullock Thomas, Mary Fox, Ryan Nelson, Katie Helbacher, Zach Stouffer, Robert Lee, Lane Precker, also on percussion, and Abe Curran, also on the bass. Mackenzie McCullum is our stage manager. Our sound engineer is Nick Gosen. This episode was written by Mary Fox and Blake Thomas, and we were joined this time by special guest Tom O'Rourke of the Hartley Nature Center. More information available online at hartleynature.org. The show is performed in the Underground Theater here in Duluth, Minnesota. Our logo is designed by the one and only the wickedly talented Sarah Luke. Our specialty foley items are often made by Matt Gildner. Brewing through it is Jonathan Manchester, Sarah Luke, and Jody Kiava with a special appearance from Duluth Mayor Don Ness. A special thanks to Crystal Pelkey, the Underground staff, the Duluth Playhouse, Duluth Kidney Services, Bent Paddle Brewing Company, and Victoria Photography and the Red Herring Lounge. Find Take It With You on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and online at takeitwithyou.org where you can listen to previous episodes. Thank you all for being a part of this, and we'll see you next time.